Hello, welcome to Mizano, where we've just finished uh, the inaugural Grand Prix of Emilia Romagna. I'm Steve Day, joined by Simon Crafar. We'll cross over to Matt Burt shortly, who's got the top three riders. And, uh, well, another extraordinary day. Perhaps it's fair to say, Simon, not the best race in terms of its drama on circuit, but certainly not short of stories, as Maverick Vinales takes victory, a sixth different winner in seven races in 2020. Yeah, and I've got to say, um, I've been a doubter of Maverick, you know, I've, I think there's quite a few of us. I'm really happy for him, you know, and his team to tell us all to be quiet, you know, in that great uh, way. I'm genuinely happy for him. And then, like you said, a lot of other stories behind, like even Alex Marquez, he's been going great all weekend, so I've enjoyed that as well. Right across the field, I mean, if we can get through them all, then we, we might be lucky here, but we'll do our very best, and of course we'll chip in to hear from the top three as well. On the day, if you're just tuning in, it was of course Joan Mir finishing in second place, and third uh, for Polis Bargaro as well, who's inherited that as a result of a penalty for Fabio Quattararo. Uh, he was exceeding track limits. Uh, it's Had a warning. The, yep, the, the rules are the rules, and was asked to take the penalty loop in the last lap. Now, of course, he was absolutely furious, but rules are rules, um, so he drops to fourth place. You've got to feel sorry for Peko Bagnaia today, though, as well, Simon. I feel sorry for Peko the most out of yep. anyone, because he did everything this weekend like absolute class you know he he is a a serious threat isn't he you know he's just got so much speed um i think i believe maverick when maverick said he was trying to conserve a bit of tire and mm. then had a push yeah and i think that push put a bit of pressure on uh Peko. well this is the moment where Peko got through out front, and, yep. and, and, and he started getting into the, the rhythm, the 32s, 32s, 32s. The big question was, Simon, with slightly different track con uh, conditions, Peko hadn't ever done at any point over this weekend more than nine laps consecutive. There's the crash. Is it just purely because the pace has been up by so much? Um, you know, he, he was about maybe, let's say, six, seven tenths quicker this weekend than he was last. Yeah, I mean, left side of the front... Um, I don't think can be cold at that point of the race. And uh, I, I mean, for me, it was a front end crash. You yeah. know, it, was, it let go just before Apex, like coming back on the throttle, maybe unloaded or just pushing hard going mm. in there. But I think, I, I mean, I look forward to hearing the, the, the debriefs because it looked like Maverick was putting the pressure back on. Yeah. I think that was the telling point because... Otherwise, uh, Peko was running away with it, wasn't he? You know? Yeah, what a shame for him. Of course, his teammate didn't have a great day at the office either, Jack Miller. No. Not aided, of course, by the crash this morning, which would, it sounded like, just knocked the wind out of his sail somewhat. Yeah, big style, cold left side of the tyre, like you guys uh, picked uh, high side with a closed throttle. I mean, that's electronics can't even uh, save you from that. It was a hard rear, yeah, left side, cold track temperatures. Um, the thing is, uh, Jack, when he first started going backwards, I was going, oh, no, it's that tyre drop-off again. But it was clear once we saw the replay. Yes. I mean, Jack went from going up the front to the engine was cutting out, wasn't it? And he had to dive off the track to get out of people's way, you know, not to avoid getting hit. Just going on to Juan Mir quickly, and we'll be able to talk a bit more about him in a moment. But what a ride from him, 11th on the grid. I mean, he's ultimately paid for, for poor qualifying. But his rhythm, again, was so strong all the way up to the end, picking off rider after rider, went across the line only two and a half seconds behind Maverick. Yes, and um, I spoke to Frankie Carcidi this morning and I said, 
can he, I put him down for podium, can he get there, you know? And because I saw his race pace all, all weekend, and Frankie said uh, he's got to be within like three seconds of the leader, 10 laps to go, and then, yeah. And, uh, but he came back even stronger at the end. It was like he had more pace than expected, you know? Joanne, like you, you said, if he can get um, the, the qualifying... And uh, it doesn't, <laughs> it's absolute glass. He didn't hesitate at all. And the, the, the KTM was difficult to pass that, you know, just like the Ducati, really stable and good on the brakes. And pole was really, you know, doing it and good acceleration, which makes it super hard to pass. You know, Joanne genuinely has to take some risks to get by. But yeah, getting back to Joanne, I heard you mention it in commentary. I agree completely. He is a championship threat. He's that class. Yeah, he really, really is. He managed to get past, of course, at this point. Fabio didn't realise that he was going to be doctor plays. Quickly on um, Polo Spargaru as well. Great for him and the team that they got a podium here because not many people expected it after last week. A gamble to go on the soft rear in the race. Yeah. Uh, it might not have paid off had things gone in different ways. But do you think that was purely just down to the slightly... A slight drop in the temperatures earlier on or I think it was down to pole wanting to be there at the start mm -hmm. and I think he could do the faster lap times and he hoped to hang on at the end so basically on the medium he wasn't fast enough to stay with the front boys and on the, on the soft he was but uh, as you saw he paid for it at the end, and it was strangely left side as well, wasn't yeah, it? You saw know? that, yeah, Which very, is, very often. you know, so little use. Um, but anyway, what a great job from him. Like I mentioned before, riding really defensively, using that engine, uh, the V4 down the straight, making it difficult for the guys to be close enough to pass, and then he's really strong on the brakes, slow in the middle of the corner, especially with that worn rear. OK, let's cross over now then. The race winner, a brilliant, brilliant result. Nine times of asking, he'd failed to convert a pole into a win, but he's done it today to prove all the doubters wrong. Maverick is with Matt now. Over to you. Yeah, thanks very much, Steve. It's always great to see the top gun back on the top step of the podium, isn't it? Big smile on the face of Maverick Vinales. Maverick, you've had to wait a long time for this yes. victory. Malaysia last October. It's been a, a difficult period in this year's championship. What's your overwhelming emotions right now? Is it joy, relief, or a bit of both? The only thing I'm thinking is that I believe a lot in myself. Um, I understand very well uh, my potential, and I know what I'm, what I'm able to do. And... Uh, I try to show to the team that we, we don't need to give up. I mean, for sure we pass difficult times, we make many mistakes, especially on uh, tire choices, so at least today we choose the same than the others, and <laughs> this is the most important. But anyway, I have to congratulate them because they understand very well. We make a big meeting and they understand my, my feelings, what I was feeling on the bike, and they give me some support, especially with the front tyre, and I was able to ride very fast, especially in sector one. I was doing good lap times there. And uh, nothing, just also say thank you for the people that is at home because they are taking care of me a lot. They understand uh, what I was going through because, you know, my mentality is always a winner mentality and it was not easy to see all the mistakes we have been done. And uh, nothing, I can wait to be home and to celebrate uh, with my people. We've heard you talk this weekend how much work you've done with the full fuel tank and you got a great start and you were very, very strong and aggressive in those first few laps. So it looks like you found some good feeling. But how worried were you when, that, when you made that mistake at turn four and Peko came through? Were you worried that that was going to cost you the chance to fight with him? On the beginning, I was going mad. I was going very mad. Maybe if I was more smooth, maybe I was riding faster. But I was going mad because I wanted to, to open a gap and... Uh, 
I, I saw Peko was coming, so I needed to do something. And I pushed too much in sector one. I knew it was my best sector, so I was pushing, pushing, and pushing. And I did a little high side before to break, and I go wide and allowed Peko to pass. But then Peko pushed really hard these 10 laps, but then I was able to recover little by little. And I think every lap I was getting one or two tens. And uh, it was good because we don't give up. We put the pressure. The bike was working fantastic. I understand very well the maps on the bike to go fast, especially on engine brake, because in the beginning I was suffering a little bit with the engine brake. And uh, yeah, very happy, honestly. We prepared really good the race. And it's something that when you do the work and it pays off, uh, the feeling is fantastic. Today was a great example, Maverick, like you just said, of keeping the pressure on, not giving up, because Peko did make the mistake. What was going through your mind when you saw him crash at turn six? Yeah, I saw him make a mistake on five and uh, was very wide. So I was thinking, OK, now I can close the gap a lot in sector two. Little by little, I was faster in sector one and two. So it's where I was getting a little bit, especially on the left side corners. I felt really strong today compared uh, last race, much, much better on the left left hand corners. So, yeah, I was gaining my time all the time on the speed corners. So I think today we ride on, the, on a good way that, that Yamaha is what we need to do. I mean... Uh, when you are in, in the factory Yamaha, you need to do that kind of races, and we need to understand to make it every race. I, I don't mean to win every race, but to be there fighting for the first places. Just quickly before you let you go home and start the celebrations, Maverick, I mean, you're only one point now behind Davizioso in the championship. This crazy yeah. season just continues. So what are your thoughts about the championship and going home to race in Barcelona next weekend? I don't think too much in the championship. I think to enjoy myself, to enjoy on the bike and to push the bike at the maximum. We need to prepare really well the bike for next year. And um, <clears throat> this year, you know, every race we are learning something because uh, it is very important to be, to be intelligent and to learn for always the next races. So I think we understand very, a lot of things uh, in this track, which, you know, Misano, I like a lot, Misano, and I'm very happy to do the lap record and also to make the victory. Yeah, massive congratulations, Maverick. So Great much. to see you back on the top step of the podium. Yeah, Maverick's got his mojo back, boys, <laughs> by the looks of it. It certainly looks that way, doesn't it? Thanks very much to Matt. Uh, good to see a happy, smiley Maverick. You've made it quite clear all along uh, of, of being a big fan of Maverick, and it's good that it, it could finally deliver because I think oh, everybody, e everyone's lost a little bit of faith of mm -hmm. like, I'll hold my hand up and admit that I was concerned about Sundays. I couldn't put him in, in terms of a prediction in the top three because it was just so unpredictable. What do you think they have changed? What could they have changed with a full tank? to help him out in those early laps? Because it's not just down to tyres, clearly. Well, watching closely and listening uh, from test day on Tuesday, then Friday, Saturday, um, they clearly worked on race setup, you know, with a full tank. And, I mean, what else would you work on? Yeah. You know? Normally you do work on that. It sounds to me like they've been focusing too much on that one lap and then... You know what I mean? If you can go that fast, you can roll it back, you know, set up wise with for a full tank. But it sounds to me like they've done the opposite this weekend. Just focus on race pace, full tank, practice with that, get the right tyre, get the right setup, then see what you can do with that, with an empty tank, you know, and it, and it worked. You know, there was a telling thing in there. He said that um, about mistakes on tyres and that it just shows me how different he works, you know. I mean, if you asked, for example, I watched Brad Binder or that style rider or most of the guys in the paddock, um, Mark Marquez, I don't think the team chooses their tyre. I never had a team choosing my tyre. No. You choose it yourself and then you, 
you go on information as well. Like, oh, I love this one. I want to run this one. And, yeah. you know, all I'd say, I think once a team chose it for me and against what I wanted, I think Maverick needs to take responsibility for your, tire, your own tire choice. That's how I feel, you know. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. Uh, there was obviously... Because you do your homework, doing your race runs, you'll know. Well, they knew, obviously, from last week. I mean, one of the benefits, of course, of coming back to the circuit you've raced on the week before is you can try and fix the mistakes you've made. Yep, dead right. Well, we're going to cross over to Matt again shortly. Uh, not sure with which rider. You're just watching the, the post-race celebrations here from Maverick. Of course, no celebrations on the other side of the garage, unfortunately. Valentino Rossi here at home didn't work out for him a mistake. Uh, at turn four, but the pace has just been up to another level entirely. Let's just cross over to, to Matt now. He's going to be with, I'm sure, a very happy uh, Polis Bargaro. They took a gamble on that soft rear today, and ultimately, in the end, it's paid off. Uh, over to you, Matt. Yeah, thanks a lot, Steve. I am with a very happy Polis Bargaro. Big, big smile. Paul, I don't know what KTM pay you, but I think today you earned every single euro of your contract. <laughs> Such a tough, tough race. And to finally get the podium, having fought so hard for it, you must be so delighted. Yeah, I'm super pleased with that podium, especially here in Misano, where last weekend we arrived at 12 seconds of the first. <laughs> so just unbelievable to be here in the podium. Uh, we were dreaming about it. Uh, we tried to smash this Sunday with that soft rear, just trying to do something different than last one. And yeah, it works at the beginning till 10, 11, 12 laps by the end. The tires start to drop and then seven for the, to the end of the, of the, of the race. The, the rear will say bye-bye. It was gone. <laughs> Nothing on the rear. I just could really smash the front, fighting with it till every single corner, just going deep in stopping the corner speed of Fabio in every single corner, trying to make him struggle in the exit, then picking up the bike and just pulling with the KTM power. And, uh, you know, it worked quite a lot of laps. <laughs> By the end, I knew he would overtake me. But thanks to that, uh, we didn't arrive very far from him at the end of the race. And with this uh, penalty, we could jump on the podium. So at the end, the effort pay off. When did you realise Fabio had got the penalty? I guess it wasn't until you came back into the pit lane. You had no idea. You thought you were off the podium, unfortunately, having made so much effort, just missing out, and then you got the big smile back on the podium. Yeah, I, we, I was very happy with that fourth position, position <laughs> here in, the, in Misano, fourth. It was, wow, it was amazing. I mean, I knew I would not finish in the podium because I, I saw the, you know, the... the that these two guys were coming, Amir and, and Fabio, just behind me, and I knew that fourth position would be would be great. But then I was going into the pit box, and just the 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 Irtas steward just <laughs> made me the signal to the to the to the podium, and I was I was shocked. It was a great feeling. And what about the championship? I mean, obviously this podium has given you a real boost in terms of the points, and you're going to your home track next weekend in Barcelona. So in terms of the championship and your thoughts for Barcelona next weekend. How do you think it might go? It's so difficult to predict, isn't it, in 2020? Yeah, I don't know how I am in the championship. For sure, this helped me quite a lot on it. Um, but, yeah, I'm especially happy because here in Misano, it's not a place where we normally... We, we, we had in the calendar as a weak place, you know, uh, as well Barcelona because it's a difficult track for us. But, you know, after being here third, just we need to go in Barcelona, do a OK result there, and then... It's gonna it's gonna go down on the on the on the calendar. You know we have two races in Aragon, the Valencia one, a new race in Portimao. So you know races are coming. Looks great for us. So just really looking forward. Paul, you fought so so hard today. I think somebody was looking down on you after a very emotional and difficult couple of weeks. I think you did your grandfather very very proud today. He would be super proud of you, mate. 
Uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a tough weekend last weekend, especially to be so so far from my father, uh, my family, and you know I'm lucky I have my brother here. But it was a, a shocking news for me. On Friday last weekend, uh, we my father called me that my granddad dies, and you know spend uh, so much time out home without being with your with your ones. It, it's been very hard, but you know uh, I think this podium. He did something on top there to, to put me where I am today and just this podium, is, it's going for him 100%. Yeah, you made him super proud. Congratulations Thank again, Paul. Thank you very Paul. much. Thank you. Back to you guys in the studio. Yeah, nice words, Matt. Thank you very much indeed. Well done to Paul as well. Great to see that smile on the face. Uh, hey, uh, this is a clear sign of progress as well for KTM that they can make that step from Grand Prix to Grand Prix. And we should just point out that's now a podium for KTM at every Grand Prix since we went to Brno. So... Really, really promising for them because, like Paul said, not a circuit that stood out. You could quite clearly see that they didn't have the speed here that they had in Brno in Austria. Bang on. And I'd go as far as saying that that ride from Paul, I admire more than I think any other ride I've seen from him. Mm. Even though it wasn't fighting for the win like he was previously, that was really hard fought on a track. The bike wasn't as good and he did it. It was impressive. Well, let's cross back to Matt now. He's got, I'm sure, pretty happy uh, Juan Mir. Four points down in the World Championship now. There's no one with more consistency than this guy. What a ride from 11th on the grid. Over to you, Matt. Yeah, thanks a lot, Steve. Yeah, we're with Juan Mir. He does like to make life hard for himself, doesn't he, after qualifying? Juan, eighth to the podium here last weekend. An even harder race today, 11th to the podium. But your pace in the second half of the race, those last 10 laps, was quite incredible. But even you must have thought at some stage that Paul and Fabio were a little bit too far ahead to make the podium today. Yeah, it was a moment that they said, I don't know if it will be possible, but I, I keep my, my pace uh, and then uh, they drop a little bit uh, the, the, the pace and uh, I was able to gain a lot of, of tens so fast. So, uh, you know, second position uh, is, is something that uh, unbelievable, second podium on the row. You said to me that at the, at the beginning of the season, I said, you are crazy, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm so happy. Thank you for the team, because last year was, was tough, was difficult, crashes. Uh, we didn't see the light at the end of the, uh, the tunnel most of the times. But, uh, you know, here we are. Uh, thank you to them and uh, Barcelona. We know how important qualifying is. We know how strong the Suzuki and you are in terms of race pace. But moving forward, qualifying is going to be more and more important as the championship gets closer. Is there anything that you've got an idea that you can help improve on Saturday afternoons so you're not having to work so hard on Sundays? Uh, uh, you know, in Austria we made a step, but uh, on this track it uh, was a bit worse because... Uh, Everyone made uh, a lot of laps and the grip on the track was so high yesterday and this uh, make a bit worse our problem. So uh, this, uh, this is a bit uh, what, what's happening. Uh, I expect to be a bit better on qualifying uh, in, um, in, in Barcelona, you know. I expect to, to come a bit back to, to Austria, like Austria. So uh, that will be the main goal, to start in the first two rows uh, if we want to make the other step, that is to fight for the victory. You've had an incredible run in these last four races. Nobody scored more points than you in the last four Grand Prix. In fact, in the last four races, you scored 45 points more than Fabio Quattararo. A big, big jump. Is it time to start thinking about the championship? Not, not already. No, not yet. Because... Um... 
still remains a lot of, of, of points, uh, a lot of races, uh, but uh, we are mostly uh, middle of, uh, in the middle of, of the season, a bit more probably. So it's like everything starts here now. You know, uh, we see that uh, the top four riders, we are a bit uh, in front of the rest now. So this is what this, day, this race uh, produced, produced uh, this difference. So uh, we have to get this like a positive thing and uh, to fight with, with these guys um, till, till the end of, of the championship. When you say the top four, you're obviously including yourself. You mean Quattararo, Vinales and Bagnaia. You see those three guys as your biggest rivals for the remainder of the season? Yeah, Bagnaia is a bit far on championship, but uh, for Super sure fast. we have... But we have to, to, con to count with, with him because uh, he's uh, showing a great potential in the last races. And just quickly before we let you go and celebrate another brilliant podium, Barcelona, home Grand Prix next week. How do you think the Suzuki will work there next week? And it's so hard to predict in 2020, but you must go there with so much confidence. Actually, in the paper, uh, I expect a bit better than, than in Austria and, uh, and here in Misano. That's not but, what the, everybody else wants to hear. But, the other guys don't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually on the paper, but you know, uh, in this year, uh, with different tyres, uh, different... Uh, you, you never know. Uh, on FP1, I will, I will start to, to understand in the position that we, 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 could fight, we will fight on Sunday race. Uh, because uh, I, in this, this season, you cannot predict. It's, it's like this. Joanna, it's been awesome to watch you over these last seven days in Mazzano. Huge congratulations again, and we'll look forward to seeing you in a few days' time in Barcelona. Thank you very much. Well, there you go, Steve. Joanne Mir thinks that he's right in the championship battle. Back to you guys in the studio. Thanks, Matt. I don't think any of us here are going to be arguing with that. He's such a bright boy, Simon. So, so bright. He packs a punch. And I'll tell you something else. He's ruthless on circuit. I think that comes from confidence on the yeah. bike, doesn't it? Um, you know, I ranted and raved about it, how much I uh, admire him as a rider last one, so I'll tone it down. <laughs> but I'd just like to say, I think he's more dangerous than he realises, you know? And, uh, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He, he, that's how I see it anyway. He's, he's a real threat, championship-wise as well. He's a very, very clever young and man. It's nice to see him gaining his confidence uh, talk, speaking oh. English and... Uh, personality, and I, I, I mean, let's, we're not saying that for one second that his personality, he didn't have a personality last year, but it's almost like a transplant. The confidence he's gained from being a rookie, now he understands the bike, he understands MotoGP, it's just um, incredible. I think he's doing, uh, I know that feeling, he's doing what he wants to do. Mm. Until now, he's been disappointed in his results, you know, now he's getting the results, he's, he's more confident. These guys are going to be coming over to the press conference shortly, so we'll try and wrap up as much as we can. Uh, how is Dolphy still leading the World Championship? First question I've got for you, having finished eighth here today. Yeah, not by not having the full disasters like DNFs, you know, I mean, otherwise, you know, he had a couple good rides. He's a great rider. Yeah. We're going to we're going to see him again when we go maybe to Barcelona. I would say definitely at Aragon. We'll see him again. Disappointment today for a couple of KTM riders as well. Brad Binder, who got a great start, was up to third and dumped it. And also Ika Lekawona as well. Oh, Lekawona, uh, Alex Marquez, which I mentioned before. Yeah. Oliveira. Yeah. All fantastic rides. I mean, but uh, yeah, Ika didn't get across the line. Um, I've got to say, Kate, quickly, KTM, um, they made another step, you know, at a track they weren't good at. I've got to they're on the podium, 
they're dangerous. Yeah, they are. Well, uh, we're going to try and um, get into this more when we bring you uh, FP1 Friday coming in Barcelona, of course. So uh, that's all for today. Thanks for joining us. It's time to start the press conference from myself, Steve Day, from Simon Crayfar, from Matt Burr, and everyone behind the scenes that you don't see. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it here in Mazzano. We'll see you in a few days for the Grand Prix of Catalonia.